Hey guys, welcome back to the Alley House. As always, this is G. Today I was kind of thinking about, I've had a few businesses in my life and I've sold some, some didn't quite exactly meet my expectations and everything. I know quite a few people that really like business, you know, they have their own business going and everything like that. And I just wanted to focus on a few things, a few issues that I've come across myself and I've had conversations with many people, like I said, that have their own businesses or have had in the past in no specific order. It's just a few things that I've, like I said, like I've come across. Um, the first one is over-focusing on things. Although focusing on things is always great, you know, you want to make sure you focus on, you know, the task at hand and everything. but. Over-focusing on things can cause, you know, your developing business to essentially come to a standstill. Maybe uh, because of the fact that, yeah, you finished that one task, but you had about a dozen other things you should have been also working on, but neglected. And due to that, now you have to go back and work on those other things. Yeah, you finished that one thing, but because of the fact that you neglected the other things that you needed to do, especially when it's a new business, you have... You know, you don't exactly have the groundwork laid out. You're you're still in the developing stages. Unlike a business that already has traction, has been going for a while, is more or less self-sustaining, that can afford to take a hit. When you're a new business, I'd highly recommend you focus on all things all at once. You finish one thing, finish one thing, finish one thing, finish one thing, finish, get here, get here, get here, get here, and not get stuck and hung up on one thing. Kind of like when your teacher back in school used to tell you if you get stuck on a problem, work on the next one kind of thing. Back, uh, I've made uh, an episode about this, uh, focusing, over-focusing. Again, you know, go back to it after you've had some time away from it. You might find a better solution. Number two, and just about everyone is guilty of this, procrastination. While over-focusing on a one specific thing can cause your business to suffer under-focusing on everything, pretty much, or putting it off till later can make you suffer just as much. You have to find a middle ground kind of thing where you can focus on things and move on, focus, boom here, boom here, you know, jump around and get it done. And yes, I know people will say like, oh, well, if you're always jumping around, you're doing so many things, you're never going to get anything done. That's not necessarily true. If you're doing different types of projects, yes. If you're doing music over here and you're doing, um, I don't know, acting over here and then over here you're starting some third business over here, yes, that can lead to all business failing. But if it all the tasks you're doing are benefiting that single business, then yeah, jumping around can in fact help you. But again, procrastination, you know, uh, taking too much time off or leaving things to the very deadline or even give, not giving yourself deadlines in the first place can also lead to, you know, your business suffering or you just pretty much getting nothing done at all. And in a situation like that, like I said, all that's going to happen is you're eventually going to find an excuse not to do it and you're going to keep doing it, keep doing it. And eventually that later is going to turn into never. And it happens fairly often. It's not just, you know, uh, it's not just here, just there, just this type of person. Now everyone is capable of doing this. Okay, and let's say, okay, you finally get to it. All right, yeah, I'm going to do it. Now you're on, now you're rushing. Because of the fact that you waited to the last minute, you're over there scammering to, you know, get your project, whatever it may be together, and you deliver something that's nowhere near as good as you were hoping it to be. And there goes, 
you know, any possible any possibility of a client picking it up, of somebody picking it up. Let's say, let's go with somebody working as a musician. Imagine if they just threw together just about anything, you know, like they recorded the vocals, they did the music, but they didn't mix them properly because they waited too long. And although it sounds good, the mix is just bad and people tend to be a little bit, nah, you know, I'm not going to put that on my video game or my movie. I'm not going to put it on my this or my that. And ergo causing problems for you, you know, um, delivering bad product and then getting a reputation for having bad product because you're this, you know, you're just doing it over and over again because you're not dealing with the root problem, which is procrastinating and waiting till the last second. Imagine if Apple or Samsung procrastinated on what they did, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're going to deliver the new iPhone in January. January comes around. Eh, we didn't get to it, quite get to it. Uh, which we're gonna do it in February, you know this and that, and they just keep pushing it and pushing it. What's gonna happen? The client's gonna be like, ah, whatever. They're gonna be less excited and all that. They're not gonna expect much from it, uh, and they're just gonna walk away. That's obviously money out of your, you know, leaving the room. You're just leaving money on the table, and you know, in situations like that can be very dire for a business, especially one that's just starting. Overpromising, overhyping, whatever you want to call it. Telling people that a certain thing is going to be better than it really is. You know, there's nothing wrong with telling people, ah, shit, that hurt. Sorry about that. I was uh, messing with my headphones and they kind of hit me in the eye. <laughs> um, but back to what I was talking about. Overpromising. Telling people that, oh, this product is going to be revolutionary and this and that. And come to find out it's all right. It's kind of cool. You know, it's... It's not that bad. Um, can lead to more problems, you know, like always uh, building, having such great commercials. It's like a movie having such a great commercial and then you go see the movie itself and, you know, you don't, you don't really, oh, it's like a three yeah, at best. You know, in situations like that and they make a part two out of it, you're not going to want to go see it. It's like a straight to DVD kind of thing. You know, uh, it's all right. It's not that great. You know, it's not big enough to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars, but we'll throw some money into it kind of thing. And you don't want to be a straight to DVD kind of people, you know, kind of business, you know. The goal is obviously to grow your business to the point that it's huge, you know, it's, it's self-sustaining, it's making you money so you can, you know, live the lifestyle or do exactly what you've been wanting to do this whole time. The reason, your biggest reason for starting your own business and wanting it to grow and you can't do that if you're so to speak you know a straight to dvd kind of business imagine if howard schultz i believe is, i'm saying his name right um went out and promised everybody what he did you know what he delivered he he made he created starbucks and grew that small coffee house into what it is today. Imagine he was doing that, but instead of delivering what he promised, a revolutionary way to serve people coffee, aside from a pancake, you know, not a pancake house, but a regular coffee house that gives like actual, like large amounts of food and stuff like that, not something in and out kind of situation. Imagine he just built it up saying, it's gonna be revolutionary, new way and all that stuff. And then come to find out there was really nothing really different of you know in, when you compare starbucks to a regular coffee house what would be the point you know what i mean again if it wasn't for him actually you know stepping it up and finding a way to keep going and keep going or actually uh living up to the hype that he was creating 
then that would have been it. Nobody would have been drinking Starbucks anytime, you know, anytime soon or anything like that. But again, you don't want to over hype your or, or over prom- not promote um <laughs> or over promise what you're gonna give them. Number four would be a business not taking risks. Now understand that you're already taking a risk by starting a business in the first place because there's no guarantee it's gonna you know take it's gonna take off and make you millions and millions of dollars and everything, which is the dream for most people that you know that do this that become entrepreneurs in themselves they want to grow their business so they could go on and live the life that they want to live or do what they want to do exactly the goal is to start your business which is like i said take the risk to start a business then you go around and start you know making it growing it bigger and bigger and bigger so that you can make that amount of money so you can go and live your dream pretty much what you don't want is to get a good idea and then just play it out you know just go off of that one idea that one idea if you want to grow you're gonna have to keep taking risks keep taking different risks you know like oh maybe i'm gonna start doing this over here i already sell clothing maybe i should start making other things like accessories then you move on to shoes and then before you know it, you're doing a whole lifestyle I just heard uh, this one, th- uh, who was it? It was somebody talking about um, Harley Davidson. But anyways, uh, Harley Davidson at one point was pretty much struggling. It was, you know, they couldn't compete with the bikes that they were making in Japan, I believe it was, and bringing them over here and everything like that. At one point, yeah, they were at their, you know, at their peak. But, you know, push forward, a few, uh, push forward, they were pretty much struggling, barely hanging on. And instead... Uh, you know, just sticking to bikes, sticking to bikes. What they started doing was making clothing, helmets, accessories, gear, things like that. And before you know it, the whole thing, you know, of being that tough guy from, uh, you know, from whatever, you know, wherever you may be, became more of a, I guess you could say a lifestyle. They started selling people some type, you know, a lifestyle of, you know, I'm a, I'm a badass and everything like that. But the, po- uh, the point of that is, to go and you know don't just stick to that one idea keep taking risks move forward not all risk will pay off but all you need is one here one there one there one there and before you know it you have a whole bunch of different things you know coming in coming in and coming in that's more revenue for you just reoccurring revenue just coming in coming in while you're spending you know your life the way that you want to live what you want is to get to the point that your business is you know self-sustaining to the point that you could take larger risks and possibly grow your business even more buy other companies if you you know something like that but like i said risk is going to be necessary being an entrepreneur is pretty much taking risks all the time now as your company starts growing it's going to get to a point that you're going to need help you're not going to be able to do everything all the time because like i said as demand starts growing for whatever you may do you're going to need more help which now employees are in you know you're going to have to start to learn to what number five is is delegate delegating some someone or a group of people is not just telling them what to do that's the difference between a boss and a leader what you want to do is make sure you become a leader you know that guy that you hated working for that you know you wish you could just quit before you finally did it 
that guy, that's a boss telling you what to do. I'm sure you've seen all those different memes and things like that, the difference between a boss and a leader kind of thing. What you want to do is make sure you get your point across and let them know, like, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Obviously, I hired you for a reason, for whatever skill set you may have. And, you know, move from, from there. Excuse me. Move on from there. After that, you're pretty much going to have to learn something yourself, and that's letting go. You're going to have to let go of the responsibility of whatever the task is that you're handing off to this person and be able to trust them. If you need, uh, <laughs> excuse me. And if you can't do that, then there's going to be an issue. There's always going to be tension in the room, and there's always, you know, you're going to have a poor working morale and everything like that. You want to make sure that you bring the people that you've brought into your dream to work on your dream with you or on your business with you. You want to make sure that they're able to work as a team, not work against each other, but work together. And that's one of the biggest things that's going to make or break your business, which actually brings me to my next point. I'm sure you've heard this before, and I'm sure you've used this before, you know, to describe, well, bosses, you know micromanaging micromanaging can easily just ruin you know the feeling in the room somebody comes in you already know what you're doing everything and then they just come hey how will you know where we at or what are you doing and i just told you five minutes ago we where we are we're right on time everything everybody's here there's no issues to report and then they come back again in 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is now doing that can easily lead to resent to a resentment and if there's resentment in the room then they're not going to want to work as hard they're not even going to try they're going to do bare minimum they're going to just be there for whatever you're paying them for their commission or their whatever their hourly that's all they're going to do they're going to do bare minimum to help themselves they're going to do absolutely nothing extra other than the bare minimum and that's exactly what you don't want from them what you want to make sure to do is trust them because resentment will easily lead to poor performing. Like I said, will not want to work for you. Poor performance from your employees, bad productivity, and that's going to eventually affect your income, right? That's ex- like I said, you do not want that. You need them on your side at all times. You need to let them know that you do, in fact, appreciate them. And by doing so, you need to learn to trust them. I know this is very difficult because, like I said, it's your baby. You know, you started from the very beginning and all that stuff. But you need to let pretty much the nanny take over for a minute while you get other things done, while you get more important things done. I'm not belittling the work that they do. I'm just saying you want to grow your business. You got to focus on other things also. Now, again, in my opinion... The best thing you can do is sit back, try and relax, and remember that you hire them for a reason. They know what they're doing. You have to trust them. And the more you trust them, like I said, the better it'll be for you in the long run. Number seven on my list is going to be being reactive versus being proactive when it comes to certain situations or bad situations, pretty much. Now, there's plenty of ways that you can make things better, make things worse. So everybody knows that um, you drop your coffee on somebody and you just say, oh, well, get out of the way. That's going to make things worse. You're being reactive. Proactive is more like apologizing, trying to defuse the situation. I even offer them to buy, or, you know, buy them another cup of coffee or something like that or buy their coffee for them. 
But again, that's the difference between the two. Now, a reactive entrepreneur will always wait till the last minute. Pretty much wait, again, going back to procrastination, wait till there's an actual problem. Oh, I'll take care of it when it comes up. Knowing very well something's going to come up over there. If you know there's a worker strike coming up and you just wait instead of going out and talking to them, then that strike's going to happen. And then you're going to have to deal with a bigger problem versus a smaller problem now. Now, to be proactive, the moment a problem even starts to abrupt, you're hearing others of, you know, a few whispers here and there about uh, this person being unhappy, which is making this person unhappy and this son and so on and so forth. Go out. Take care of the problem. Go talk to this person. Hey, you know what? I've heard this and I apologize that you feel, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, for you feeling this way. Like, is there anything I can do to make it feel better? And if it's a money thing or if it's, uh, you know, no breaks things or something like that, they don't feel they feel like they're not being um, valued enough as workers. Take care of it. I don't know. Have a company picnic or something like that. Just something that you sh- that shows you that, you know, shows them that you appreciate them and the work that they do and that your business thrives because of them. Now, this is number eight on my list. This is the last thing on my list. Overworking. Every entrepreneur is a workaholic. That's, I guess, those things honestly come hand in hand. They always come hand in hand. Every person I've ever met that strives to do, make, create their own business and things like that are always, always working. They're just always in the middle of a project or in the middle of something or trying to get something done for their uh, for their business or something like that which tends to lead to other issues in the household or in their life in some way or another one thing that you need to understand is regardless of anything there is no point in having a successful business if there's no one there for you to share it with yeah, you could say things like, oh, they'll come back after I calm down or something like that. But just like anything else, saying later, 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 procrastinating, relaxing is going to do more harm than anything. Because like I said, eventually you overworking yourself is going to lead to a mental drain, a physical drain. It's going to lead to health issues. You're going to be overworked, overstressed. And then what? Your seat, your uh, your business is going to have to take a back seat to you recovering. Doctor tells you, you need to relax. Or you're going to have a heart attack. Are you just not going to listen? Are you just going to go, oh, well, I'll be fine. And then you're going to, what, stroke out? And then what? You're going to be bedridden for how long? If, you know, God forbid, something worse doesn't happen. Relaxing and taking time off to rejuvenate yourself. And, you know, even one day a week or uh, at the very least one day every other week can really do a lot come back more energy more you know enthusiasm for your work you now now you know you know you figured out that whole issue that you were having in the first place take a day off and relax you know spend time with your family your loved ones and all that stuff and as much as i love working on businesses i love working on my business on my clothing line and things and the businesses that i've have sold already i try to remind myself that relaxing and taking a day off is not losing out on you know possible profit 
what it's what the only thing I'm losing out is a higher level of stress. <laughs> but like I said, you know, love your families and do all that is one of the biggest things and one of the biggest reasons I see that, you know, entrepreneurs tend to just give up. Oh, I don't have enough time. No, I don't have, you know, I want to be with my family. So I just got a regular job and all that stuff. You need to make time. It's uh, it's all about finding a balance. And all these things, it's all about finding a balance with everything, you know, your personal life, with your work life. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think I'm going to end it here. Uh, actually, went <laughs> a little longer than I expected it to. Um, as always, you could always, you know, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram G, at G Sanchez BTC. Again, it's at G Sanchez BTZ. Sanchez with a Z. <laughs> you know, if you'd like to be on, you know, the podcast or, you know, uh, whether it be over the phone or like actually coming in to my little studio and, you know, recording with me, I'm always open to that. Um, feel free to send me any suggestions for uh, topics as well, as far as, you know, some kind of business and things like that. Um, I'm always open to have any type of conversation, pretty much. <laughs> All right. I'll let you guys go now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.